Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin. My name is Andrew Baskin, and this is the podcast where for 155 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL wildcard weekend. Oh, more games than usual. Oh, so many ways to lose money. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show. Let's not waste any more time. The Pants Ready Prince, he's going to be guest number one. Then I'm going to be doing my lock of the week with Charlie Chalk's uh, ghost, I guess, or something like that. He's not on this week, so we got his pick, though, and I'm going to be talking about my lock of the week. And then for the third spot, we, of course, have the gambler for his tease of the week. And so we're going to give our tease of the week. And then we'll do the recap and the record check. Let's not waste any more time with bet number one. Bet number one. To kick off wildcard weekend in the many ways we're going to lose money is the one, the only, the Pants Ready Prince. Pants Ready Prince, how you doing? I'm doing great, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing great. This is great. This is my favorite, one of my favorite weekends. I shouldn't, shouldn't say my yeah. favorite. You know, I can't decide. But this is one of my favorite weekends because we have very good teams and everyone needs to win. And it's the most amount of games we're going to have until we have less and less games from here on out. So this is, you got to capture this moment. Yeah. I mean, you got to think next weekend is probably the greatest, the yeah, best one. Right. But I have a bit of a hot take here about oh, this weekend. Okay. There are too many teams in the playoffs. Oh, wow. I, I like six. I like six instead of seven. Mm-hmm. There are not, there aren't seven good teams in each conference. No, no, there aren't. No, I think that's pretty clear too. Cause you know what? We could, ha- we could talk about the teams that should be in the playoffs or not. Like you can talk about the Steelers. You know, I think the Steelers are like one of the ones where I'm like, eh, were they that bad? I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't, the Patriots get the hell out of here. Um, you know, there, there's a few teams where you're like, kind of like, ah, oh, you know what? You know, whatever. I, injuries or not. But I agree with you. Once we start getting into a Monday night football game, on a, a playoff weekend, get the hell out of here. Monday Night Football, God, that pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, that'll be interesting just because the matchup itself. Sure, sure, but sure. I, it's just, when you look at some of these spreads, you're like, what are we doing? They're so high. And yep. it, this is the playoffs. This should be the time where any team can beat any team. And I mean, yeah, it's the NFL, so that could happen, right. but it just it doesn't seem like it will. Well, there's They're two- not going to go back to six teams, but that's no. just my... <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that too. Like people have argued that like this and especially about other sports too. It's like, well, they should reduce the number of games. Like, hey, heads up. That's not happening. Uh, it's only yeah. going to get more and more. There's too much money here. Uh, exactly. So I agree with you. And it's especially seeing that we might see maybe the biggest spread ever in wildcard weekends uh, this weekend. And then also having a second game that might be in double digits or a third game that might be in double digits, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how they are by kickoff. You know, that's obviously I think is uh, helping your point a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's hard to be like, oh, I'm going to sit. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. When yeah. you're like, I, I kind of think I know how this is going to go. But well, I mean, I've been wrong many times before. Yeah. <laughs> and I will continue to be wrong. It's kind of my profession at this point. But there are also three games that I genuinely don't know what to do. With. You know what I mean? There are three games, huge spreads. Absolutely. And then three games of like uh, anything you could tell me, I could believe you. Like I could, you know, and I, I think we're obviously talking about we're talking about Bucks and Cowboys. We're talking about Giants and Vikings. And we're talking about Jags and Chargers. Any one of those mm-hmm. th- things could you could tell me like, oh, the Chargers blew out the Jaguars. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. The Jaguars blew out the t- uh, Chargers. Like, yeah, that probably happens. Yeah, like I, anything yeah. could happen. I totally believe. That's true. Those three are, are, are nice. Those three are nice. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait if you're going to be taking one of them. But let's find out. We're going to do the your safe and spicy picks of the week, obviously. Let's start with your safe pick of the week. Where are we going? 
All right, my safe pick of the week you're going to like. You're going to like a lot. Uh, I'm taking the Buffalo yeah, Bills yeah. minus 13 and a half over the Dolphins. If the Bills don't cover, they are in trouble. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it's a divisional game. Yeah. I get the Dolphins have seen them twice already this year. But I've got two words for you, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. This shouldn't be close. I don't think it will be. Buffalo is going to play with some heavy, heavy hots. They are going to be ready to go in Buffalo. Can't wait for the uh, the crowd on this one. I, I don't think there's much to be thought too much about here. Uh, Bills. Bills by a lot. Well, so this is also my safe pick of the week. And it feels insane because this might, if it gets to 14, will be the biggest spread ever in wildcard weekend. But I love the Buffalo Bills minus 13 and a half. I Okay, how about this? This is a crazy one. The Bills are 12-2 and two straight up, all-time, all-time ever at home uh, in the playoffs. The two QBs to defeat the Bills in Buffalo. You know, it. You, I know, off the top of your head, you're like, of course, it's Mark Brunel and Len Dawson. Of course, everyone knew that. That's off the top of your head, for sure. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is... Jaguar's great, Mark Brunel. <laughs> exactly. Trevor Lawrence is, like, getting nervous. Mark Brunel is, like, getting nervous, like, watching behind him, like, uh-oh, Trevor Lawrence is coming. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Blake Bortles. Uh, it's, it's, you know what? The thing is, there's so many numbers, there's so many stats to show that this just might not be close at all. You know, on top of Micah Hyde coming back, which he's not going to be back for this game, but I cannot stress to you, as a Buffalo Bills fan I am, that like Micah Hyde coming back would be bigger than if Von Miller came back. Micah Hyde is so talented, and then they get that duo back there, especially because the secondary has been the real issue for Buffalo uh, in the second half of the season, and not the pass rush. The pass rush has been pretty good, so getting Micah Hyde back would be a big one, and obviously, uh, you know, uh, Hamlin was was released from the hospital, so you know you might see him on camera or even physically at the game, which would be nuts. But here's the thing: the Bills have been favored in all 17 games this season, including this wild card game. They are the eighth team in the last 20 years to be favored in every regular season game, and four of those previous seven made the Super Bowl. So Allen has 14 TDs and one interception in his career in the playoffs. That's crazy. As a person that's watched every snap, I can't believe that that's true. That is the highest touchdown interception ratio, uh, minimum five playoff games in NFL history, which is also wow. nuts. So the temperature, this is the biggest one. The temperature for the Miami Buffalo game is projected to be around 29 degrees Fahrenheit in Buffalo. Experience at freezing temperature. Josh Allen is 12 and two straight up and eight and three and three against the spread in his career. And he's won 10 in a row straight up since the start of 2020. And the Dolphins, 17th game over the last 20 years in freezing temperatures. They are five and 11 straight up and eight and against eight and eight against the spread, losing 10 in a row straight up back to 2011. This is like a perfect poetry book ending from when we played them in the first week and the sun was beating down on the Bills, uh, bench and they're all fainting and like it was a crazy game and you know they lost just barely this is like the opposite of that where we get to kick the crap out of like a third string quarterback in freezing cold temperatures yeah i mean we saw skyla last week against the jets it was painful the dolphins have been painful for the last six weeks or whatever it's been yeah i think this is gonna be painful again (laughs) yeah i agree with you i think i i really also do love the uh the miami under team total 17 and a half i just I really do struggle to find out how they're going to get to 17 and a half. If, if most are still in the game, that was where they had success in the second game where they, oh, they were running on the bills a little bit. And yeah, they have Jeff Wilson, but I just, I think if you lose one of the, that's their starting running back. If you lose their starting running back, I think that really hurts that argument too. To, to get to 17 and a half points gets a little, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. I think the bills can win this 38 to three. Like <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Because the last time that there was a spread this big, the, the former record holder, uh, was Miami on the other side of it too. And they lost 38 to three to the uh, oh, Denver no, Broncos. I- so funny I- enough, you said that where I was like, I was like, I was trying to look up like, what was the other biggest spread? Oh, they actually lost. They lost by 35 points. So, okay. Maybe oh, there's wow. something to this. Yeah. So you <laughs> and I both on the same side for our safe pick of the week. So let's get a little spicy. Where are you going with your spicy pick of the week? 
All right, spicy. Uh, I guess this is spicy. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags. Plus oh, wow. two and a half. Okay. I'm also taking the Jags money line. Whoa. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I know it's pretty popular to hop on the charges right now. Right. Um, but I'm going to hop on them. <laughs> they just, the defense has really not been good. Uh, Mike Williams is, looks like he's not going to play. And if we're taking this matchup from a coaching standpoint, I take Doug Peterson 10 times out of 10, yeah. especially in the playoffs. Jacksonville looks hot right now. I, I understand that maybe the, their opponents haven't been great over the past few weeks to get those wins, but they also kicked the shit out of the Chargers earlier in the season. I don't know. This is a team that I don't think they're going to make too much noise. I think, you know, they go into KC and they, they get blown out the week a week later. But they're a likable team. They're a young team with a great coach and a, yep. and a really up-and-coming quarterback. Yep. And I get Herbert is the sexy. Everyone loves Justin yeah, Herbert and his yeah. arm talent. I just don't think the defense is good enough. I just don't. No, no. Especially with all the injuries, too. I, I, I really don't blame you. This is a game I genuinely don't know what to do with. I have a small bet on the Chargers minus one because that was only because of the number. I was like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll hold this right now while I figure out what I'm going to do. And I think in giving myself time, I'd have more time to figure out what I want to do. I have not figured out what I want to do yet. I, 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 genuinely, I genuinely don't know what I want to do because the first game, Jaguars look so good against the Chargers. And they, you know, the defense looks so, so good. And you wonder if they can do that again. I don't know. The Mike Williams injury scares you a lot. And uh, I don't know. I could see both sides. So taking the points, smart call. Taking the points, you get free points. Yeah, three points. That's all. That's all it should count for. So there you go. Jacksonville Jaguars plus two and a half against the Los Angeles Chargers, who are once again cursed and will never have success in this world. So there we go. <laughs> my spicy pick of the week. And I was thinking, I was trying to hone my pants ready prints and think, okay, spicy. Uh, what was he say? Ar- Arbiata. What is it? Okay, so I'm going to choose the spiciest thing I could think of. I'm going to choose the Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half on the road, Monday Night Football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the dreaded Tom Brady. Now, let me give you some stats here. Let me give you some stats to thinking what I was thinking. Dak Prescott is 0-4 against the spread in his career in the playoffs. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Okay. In the last 20 years, he joins Andy Dalton and Carson Palmer as the only three quarterbacks that are 0-4 against the... Oh, hmm. Okay. Okay. Prescott has thrown an interception in seven straight games and nine of his last... Ten. Oh, that's not good either. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. The Cowboys lost to the Commanders by 20 points in Week 18. Teams playing in the wildcard round coming off a double-digit loss in their last game are 6-13 and 13 against the spread. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so I don't know. I don't know why I'm making this pick, but this yeah, is... What's, what's Tom Brady's <laughs> record against the Cowboys, too? Fuck. Oh, yeah, he's like perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, he hasn't lost. <laughs> so, okay, that's good. Uh, okay, so he, why, why do I think this? Why, do I, why am I going to take pl- minus points on the road? Dallas Cowboys, who have just shit the bed in three of the last four games. Uh, it's just, this has to be an argument of talent. This has to be an argument of losing the mystique of one quarterback Tom Brady, who has had more success in a career than any other quarterback in, in NFL history, but he has not played well. And the team around him is not good. They have two good receivers. They have very mild to bad running backs. Their line is okay. It's actually a lot better than people say it is. Like people, like, people act like he's got four pylons in front of him. Like He doesn't. He has four pylons and one good uh, offensive lineman, but they're okay. And the defense is still pretty good, but this team is not good. There's so much more talent on Dallas. And I really, I, I feel myself being a Dak defender sometimes because I think people are like, well, he's awful. Like, well, he's not awful, but he's maybe not, no. unfortunately, the top five that you need him to be if you're going to pay him that money. He, the problem is he needs tight throws to land. And the problem is the receivers are getting less separation than any other receivers in the NFL right now, which is crazy. And so it leads to these interceptions because he's trying to force it into the size of a bread box. Um, 
But that being said, there's just so much more talent on Dallas. This has to be it. Mike McCarthy is coaching for his fucking job. Todd Bowles is already fired in my mind anyway, so who cares? I have to be taking the minus two and a half. You have to believe that this is what's going to happen. And if you don't, I'm going to rethink everything I know about football. Well, you know what? Okay, so I would take this no matter what because I hate Tom Brady and I love betting against okay, him. That's what I do, yeah, what whatever, I do. even yeah. if, you know, the Bucks were 17-0. However, Dallas is 12-5, Tampa is 8-9. They are not a good team. No. 8-9 is not a good team. They won that crap-ass division, yeah. so there's a bunch of other wins that, you know, came out because the division is crap-ass. Yeah. And they're going to get a home playoff game out of it, which is ludicrous, but yeah. we know the NFL playoff format is never going to change because whatever. Whatever. Uh, this is not a good team, no. but everyone likes to jump on it because, yes, it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. But this is a different Tom Brady. This is a Tom Brady who is not playing the way he has played. Even last year when he was playing out of his mind, he was making those throws. He's not. Yeah. He's 1,000% no. not this year. Yeah. No, he's not. It, I honestly, let's get, let's get him out of here so that you and I in about two months can put down our bets on where he's going to land for next season. Uh, that and the Sean Payton bets and the Jim Harbaugh bets and stuff like that. And that'll be exciting. Sean Payton's going to Denver. You heard it here first. Whoa, there we go. Okay. Oh, wow. And what do we think? Tom Brady in Vegas or Tom Brady in Miami? I, I wonder if the NFL will allow Miami, like they just made them forfeit picks and find them and stuff like that. And then you're like, yeah, but it's okay. You can go back there now. Like, I wonder if they would, like, do that secret thing of, like, anywhere but Miami, guys. And they're like, okay. All right. But you don't think Sean Payton and uh, Tom Brady are a team or anything, right? No. No. no I, think, uh, I think Sean Payton goes to Denver. Because yeah. I think Tom Brady's got, what, one year left? Maybe two? Yeah, one or two. Yeah. We'll so I, and I think but, yeah. Sean Payton's like, okay, give me, give me a nice little five-year run here. I also believe the argument against the Jets. People always say the Jets, too. And then you're like, I don't. And Tom Brady does care about Robert Kraft. He thinks he would, like, kill the man if he signed with the, a division rival. Uh, the team that he hates the most. So I, I, I also buy that a little bit. I, I could see Vegas. I do. I, I love the Sean Payton argument too of like, well, he's got an all-star team. He's got Vic Fangio. It's like, well, not if he goes to Denver. Can you imagine him showing up as a defensive coordinator after he used to be the head coach for four years? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think Vegas has got to be the, the thing. Where do you think, where do you think Harbaugh goes? Uh, I, I think, you know what? I think he goes to Indy, yeah. but because I think he wants to go to Indy. Right. That, that's just like, but it just it kind of depends. I think if Chris Ballard has his way, he's gonna he's gonna hire Eric Bieniemy just because of the connection they had in Kansas City for so long. Right. But you, we know that Ursay makes the final call, and I think Ursay loves Harbaugh or Saturday. My God! Oh that, my that, that God! Train wreck. So. When, when they said he's like, well, he's still in contention. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I guess we weren't. No. Yeah. <laughs> Question for you, Andrew. Though, yeah. give me your. Uh, Give me a Super Bowl matchup. Oh, that's great. See, that's the thing is there is some real money you could be making and losing on be betting right now before these games start on uh, exact matchup and exactly who you think is going to win. I cannot get past that. I think Philly is going to be in representing the NFC. Um, You know, we're going to be talking about San Francisco in a little bit here. That game. I just I think Philly is so strong. And if Hurts, it's really come down. If Hurts can play and he's back to healthy. Um, you know, which I know he, he, he talked about playing in week 18 a little bit and stuff like that. But if, if they're playing really well, they're so deep, they're so deep that I can imagine them, uh, representing the NFC and, uh, God help me. I think the Buffalo bills are going to re- represent the AFC. I just take them. Yeah. You got I, I honestly, I know this is like, I, there are two wolves inside of me, logic and my heart and they're fighting all the time. I have no problem separating these two things where I'm going to cheer for Buffalo and also have a little bit of financial incentive to them doing well. I just think, you know what? I, they've beaten the chiefs this year. Uh, you know, the Bengals game, obviously we didn't get to see, 
But the Bengals might not even make it that far. And now that they're going to be playing on a neutral site indoors, uh, I think this is a good thing for Buffalo. So I'd say, I'd say Buffalo over Philly. Buffalo over Philly? Yeah. What do you, why, what are you saying? I'm going to say Cincinnati over Philly. Oh, you, you're coming around on Philly now? Yeah, I am. It's just the NFC is so weak. Yeah, the NFC is yeah, so, so weak. weak. I know. Yeah. It's like we've, we've got the three-headed monster in the AFC, and then you've got uh, Philly and everyone else in the NFC. Yeah, I, honestly, I do, not, I do not blame you. I, th- I think Philly looks really good, especially with San Francisco having to go play in, in Seattle, which is a game we're going to talk about in a little bit here. But fans ready, friends. We hope you have fun losing money. We can't wait to talk to you next week for the best week in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You take it easy. Bet number two. Okay, so this is usually the part where Charlie Chalk comes on. He has the exact same pick that I do. He sent it to me. It's the San Francisco 49ers minus nine and a half. We are both on the Niners. Oh, God, and it's so scary because this feels like a trap. But it should be. I don't know. Early in the season, this scary 49ers defense held Seattle to 216 yards. And that would have been a shutout if not for a blocked punt touchdown. They won 27-7, which this game is memorable because that was the game that Trey Lance got hurt. And that was QB number one for the season for San Francisco. A month ago, the defense held Seattle to 277 yards and went up to 21-3 before coasting to a 21-13 victory. The 49ers forced four turnovers in those games and dominated the clock and game flow. Seattle has faced a top 10 defense four times. And the Seahawks fell behind 21-3, 21-3, and 20-0 in all three of them. Seattle's defense has also betrayed them. The Seahawks had a nice midseason bump, but you know, ranked 29th against the run by DVOA over the last six weeks. And we have a real issue with tackling, which is an issue in football these days. Also, what an issue is, is that they're facing the 49ers offense that ranks the top three in both running and passing since trading Christian McCaffrey. And that's with two different quarterbacks. Home favorites of nine or more points, you've heard me say it, I'm going to keep saying it, are a perfect 9-0 against the spread in the wildcard round this past two decades. San Francisco is the far better team in virtually every way and a terrible matchup for these Seahawks. San Francisco should roll, keep it easy, lay the points, San Francisco 49ers minus 9.5. I know Charlie Chalk also in there said his secondary bet, his little bit of a sprinkle, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 2.5. I hate Tom Brady. I'm not going to talk about Tampa Bay. Let's go on to bet number three. Number three. Coming up for bet number three, as he always does, is the one, the only, the gambler. Gambler, how you doing? I'm doing great. Excited. Yeah. It's uh, arguably right the best weekend in what football. Right, wild uh, yeah. card weekend. Games on Saturday. Games on mm-hmm. Sunday. It used to be just Saturday and Sunday. Now it's Monday yeah. too. So they're really upping the up in the ante. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I know. You got, this is the most amount of games we are going to have until the end of the year. And then from there on out, it dies slowly every weekend. Uh, so this is the most amount of action. This is the most amount of money we can lose. And the only way we can find out how we're going to do that is by the gambler telling us, what is, what's your tease of the week going to be? How are you going to lose money this weekend? We're, we're, we have to do the wild card round justice. We got to go to mm-hmm. the grassroots. Three games, six point tees. Uh, game number one, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers as a road favorite. Mm-hmm. against okay. the division winners, Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and what a story the Jaguars are. Last in the NFL to winning the division. And, and yeah. great team to see it happen to. Thrilled for Trevor Lawrence, you know, yeah. ever since they kicked, uh, kicked that douchebag Urban Meyer to the curb. You know, Doug mm-hmm. Peterson's at the helm now. So I'm all over the Jags. I, I okay. love... 
teasing the Jags up to an eight and a half. You're, you're getting across that magic number of seven yeah. and just Jags at home by more than a touchdown. Uh, you know, to me, to me, it was hard to look away. Lawrence yeah. has been a stud the second half of the season. You yeah. know, that crowd is going to be loud. They're going to be invested. And let's talk about the chargers for a bit. Tons of injuries, tons of people with either questionable, limited, Bosa, Eckler. Williams is the big one, right? Williams, if he doesn't play, the Chargers... He just, they declared he's out. Well, let me then tell you, the Chargers are two and five this season without Williams. Well, there we go. So I look at this like the Chargers have injury problems. The Chargers have a problem with stopping the run. I give Peterson the coaching edge. And you're giving me Jacksonville at home, eight and a half. Sign me up. There we go. Jacksonville, eight and a half. He's going to be along with the Panther Ride Prince, who likes the two and a half and a little bit on the money line as well. Uh, so moving all the way to eight and a half, that's great. You got a huge cushion there, too, especially for a game that so many people don't know what to take. You know, like, you know, we've been talking about this earlier, but there's three games with huge, huge spreads, three games where people don't know what to do with these spreads. So giving yourself eight and a half points is a great way to start. Absolutely. No, I, I, I feel good about this one. So the, the next game is the mighty G-Men finally back in the postseason on the road to arguably the, the most overrated team in this postseason. I would say it's between Minnesota and uh, maybe the Buccaneers, although the Bucks I think, are yeah. dog shit. Yeah. And I'm on the Giants. I, I'm yeah. on the Giants plus nine. I, I look at this and I think, you know, the Vikings are, you know, by the, those, those new metrics that come out about luck and lucky teams, the, the, yes. the, the Vikings are one of the luckiest teams this season. They win a ton of close games. And let's talk about how bad that Vikings defense is right now. Statistically yes. speaking, it's the worst defense in this postseason. They're 31st in total defense in the NFL. They've got one of the worst O-lines. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is a great matchup for New York. I, I think New York is a game is a team that can run the ball. Daniel Jones is a game manager beyond anything else. And yeah. Yeah. the Vikings don't win by large margins. So no, they don't. If the Vikings win, it's going to mm-hmm. be close. The Vikings are eleven and zero in games this season, decided by eight points or less. But we're at New York wow. plus nine. Yeah. So. I, I think the New York Giants defense is healthy now. They've got a lot of guys coming back. They've got a lot mm-hmm. of guys that are rested. I think that defense will keep it close. Yeah. I truthfully may sprinkle the Giants money line. Yeah. And yeah. I'm all over the Giants as a plus nine. Yeah, I, I, I can't really argue with you here. I, I don't know what to do with this game. I'm going to talk about it a little bit in my picks because this is one of my picks as well. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think everything you said makes total sense. Where are you going? Do you have a third leg here? Last game is... Mm-hmm. The Sunday night primetime game, uh, a classic rivalry that we get in the postseason, which is the lowly and injured Baltimore Ravens getting eight and a half on the road to the mighty Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go against the 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 rules of the of the tease, and I'm gonna tease Cincinnati. (laughs) I'm teasing them down. To a minus two and a half. So Cincinnati by a field goal. Yeah, there you go. I mean, Lamar's out. They're now talking about Anthony Brown might be suiting up at quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a third string quarterback 
going on the road against yep. a Super Bowl caliber Cincinnati Bengals team. Yep. It's a horrible matchup for that reason. Joe Burrow has looked absolutely incredible. He's a top three quarterback in the NFL. He's proved by, by making it into the postseason again this year, despite their, the slow start that last year wasn't a fluke. And yeah. I just, I, I love Cincinnati at home by, by less than a field goal. Field goal yeah. to win it. Cincinnati minus two and a half. That's my third pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So funny enough, I didn't talk about it on this podcast, but, uh, cause we, I, I Cincinnati and Baltimore has not come up yet. I think I'm going to bet on Baltimore, but I don't blame you for, for taking Cincinnati under the field goal there. You know, I, I just, it's, it's God, it just hurts logic wise that they're not going to win by a field goal for God's sakes. Like they're so good and the Ravens are so hurt. And like, but I just, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, it's hard. It's hard to argue with that one. So what are the odds you're getting on that three, uh, three leg teaser? It's a three-leg tease at plus 160. Plus 160. Well, mine's only going to be plus 120 because I have a three-leg tease as well, but it's going to be for seven points. I'm going to move the Bills down to minus six and a half. That's under the touchdown. They're going to beat them by a touchdown. I've already taken the Bills earlier in, the, in this episode, so you don't need to hear me explain that any further anymore. I am also taking the Giants. I'm moving them to plus 10. Oh, my oh. God, plus 10. Um, isn't that crazy? Isn't this crazy? I just, I don't know who's going to win this fucking game. These two teams boggle my mind. The, how are the Giants this good? I have no idea. I have no idea. You've, you could barely name any players on defense, right? You got Thibodeau because he was the first round pick. Okay. And then who else? McKinney who broke his hand ATVing? Like, that's the only reason I know who that guy is. I just, it blows my mind. And then on the other side, you have the Minnesota Vikings with that great record. And yet, do you, do you trust them at all? No, of course not. So since I have no idea who's going to win, I, I'm just going to take the 10 points and just go home and hope this is a close game, which I definitely think is going to be. And then the other one is the Niners. And I'm going to take them down to minus two and a half. Uh, cause I think the I, Niners are one of my favorite bets this week. So you've already heard me talk about that as well. And that's a three game tease for plus plus one twenty with two games that I already like with the spreads I already like, and I'm just reducing that to, to help myself with my liability and the giants plus 10 on top of that. So those are, that's my tease. What do you think gambler? I, I love the picks. I would offer up to the people, look at the under in the, um, 49ers and yes, um, uh, Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. The, the forecast is torrential downpour. That game is going to get bogged down. We know uh, the Niners love to run the ball. And I don't know that Seattle will put up any real offense. So take a look at that under. And then take a look at the under in the Cincinnati-Baltimore game. I yeah. think this is a game where I think God. the last time I saw the, the, the line for the over-under, it was at about 42-43. I honestly think if Anthony Brown is going to suit up, I don't know that uh, that uh, the Ravens will put up any offense. So no, I think I... Seattle will, will shoot out early and then we'll kind of lay off the gas. Those are two unders to keep a close eye on going into those games. I, I love both of those unders as well. I'm well on them. And I like, if you like, you know, you like your San Francisco minus nine and a half, whatever it's going to be, you got to like the under 42. And I just like the under 40 and a half in Cincinnati, Baltimore anyway, because I think 40 and a half is a lot of points for those two teams. Baltimore, if you don't believe they're going to do well and you think Cincinnati is going to win, that's totally fine. But it's not like Baltimore's defense is bad all of a sudden. You're like, Cincinnati's is going to have to earn it a little bit. And then Baltimore's defense or offense, excuse me, can be awful under Anthony Brown. That's totally fine. So I just, under 40 and a half, I really like that one as well. I'm right there with you. Yeah, no, I mean, between Anthony Brown suiting up for the Ravens and I mean, mm -hmm. you know, Tua's out. They're saying Bridgewater's yeah. questionable. Like, I don't know. Who's the third string quarterback for Miami? I couldn't even tell you. 
His name is Skylar Thompson. He's a rookie and he's bad. Oh, <laughs> and his first game is on the road at Buffalo. Uh, good, good, yeah. good luck. Yeah, it's, I, I, I do like Buffalo this week. I can't believe it. But, you know, I will say the wild card, this is like one of the opposite ones where we always talk about, you know, uh, every regular season game, like, oh, the spread's 14. You got to watch out. Who knows how many points are scored? Actually, uh, favorites of over 10 are incredibly successful in wildcard weekend. Like it's, it's over 75% that they cover. So it's a little oh, different wow. where people are actually trying to play for the win the whole time instead of like regular season. Like we don't have to beat them by much. Don't worry. Like you can just beat them. Um, so there is, there is something to be said for that. And we might have three games with spreads or 10 or more. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We know we got one for sure. Yeah, I know. I, 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 it, what a swing, you know, you go from yeah. chargers, Jags, which could be a coin toss giants, yeah. Minnesota coin toss to, you know, bills, uh, you know, but then what they sing the bills is one of the largest, if not the largest spread in wildcard history. Cause it the bills will, are, it will, if it gets to 14, it will be the largest spread ever. And, uh, yeah. And the last time the largest spread before that, it was Denver over Miami and they beat them 38 to three. So, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So kind of almost helping that point there a little bit. So yes, Lots of ways to be losing money this weekend. Gambler, thank you very much for your tease of the week. We can't wait to talk to you next week. It's a pleasure being here, and uh, it's, it's that magical time of the season. The NFL playoffs are upon us. Recap. Okay, let's recap all the picks that we just made today. Ooh, that's a lot of ways to lose money. Here we go. I am on the Bills, minus 13.5. The Dallas Cowboys, minus 2.5. And, and the San Francisco 49ers, minus 9.5. My tease of the week is bringing the Bills down to minus 6.5, the Giants to plus 10, and the 49ers to minus 2.5, and and that's a plus 120. Charlie Chalk, he likes San Francisco, minus 9.5, and and he also likes a little sprinkle on Tampa Bay, plus 2.5. Pantsroy Prince, his safe pick of the week is the Buffalo Bills, minus 13.5, and and his spicy pick of the week is the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus 2.5, with a little sprinkle on the Jacksonville money line. The Gambler, he's doing a three-leg teaser, Jacksonville plus 8.5, the Giants plus 9, Cincinnati Minus two and a half for a plus 160. Got it? Good. I cannot wait to lose money on the NFL wildcard weekend this weekend. Oh, I am so excited. We'll be back next Friday to do this all again for really what people believe to be the best week in football, the divisional round. Oh, even more opportunities to lose money there. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WIB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. Have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!